Welcome to Front and Center, the podcast created by Forefront, a sports marketing agency specializing in analytics, digital, innovation, and partnerships. I am your host, Joe Zolo, the marketing coordinator at Forefront, and joining me today is one Ruchir Shah, the director of our analytics and business intelligence. Ruch, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank, uh, thank you for having me. Excited to do this. Thanks. I, I We appreciate you obviously joining us here and what we're talking about today, first party fan data. And why is it so important for teams? So just to start baseline, define what first-party fan data is, maybe for someone who has never even heard of it. So yeah, first-party data by definition would be data that the property or brand is collecting on their fans or consumers directly from those fans or consumers. So obviously there are a lot of different ways to collect this data, whether you're getting it at in-person events or surveys, digital sweepstakes, pixeling your websites, point-of-sales data, loyalty programs, ticket buyer data, newsletter subscription, anything of that sort. So basically data that you're capturing directly through interaction with your fans or consumers uh, at different touch points or platforms. Why is this data so sensitive and why is it so important for teams to make sure that they handle it with extreme care? First of all, you need explicit consent from your fans to collect and use this data you know, a lot of these uh, data capture systems are collecting this uh, data on personal attributes of the individuals, attributes like, you know, obviously gender, age, zip code, telephone numbers, financial information, etc. And you definitely don't want that information to be misused. Also, recent privacy laws are clamping down on data that is being collected without explicit consent. So brands have to be careful of not only how the data is being collected, but also who has access to this data downstream. And uh, most importantly, I think you know, a lot of this first-party data is being voluntarily given to teams and brands by the fans, and there's a huge level of trust involved. So you want to be extra careful of not uh, ruining that trust anyway. I do want to touch on that GDPR a little bit later. What I want yeah. to go into first is how important really is this data for teams? Because mostly you hear a lot about third-party data, and how that helps teams, but how important is it for first-party data, and how much more can it give you, really, than third-party data to help figure out who your fan is and maybe how to market towards them best? It's really important. Uh, firstly, I think we're really lucky to be working in, in a business where there is so much passion from our consumers, and you know, fans have such deep emotional connections with the teams they support. You know, fans are much more likely to volunteer their data and information to their favorite teams because of this inherent trust they have. And they're also more likely to be receptive to personalized marketing from the teams rather than from brands that they haven't interacted with. So this data is really important. And teams can use this information to better understand who their fans are. And that can lead to you know, improved fan experiences, more tailored marketing and content strategies, personalized ticketing offers, more authentic brand partnerships, and better sponsored activation platforms. So I think first-party data is truly a goldmine, and, and properties that aren't tapping into this enough are missing out on a huge opportunity to build deeper connections with their fan base and generate incremental revenue. How do you and your team at Forefront really tap into that first-party fan data to get the most out of it? We get first-party data from our partners, and then what we do, and you spoke about third-party data earlier, uh, what we do is sort of, enrich that first-party data. So now we know who the fans, you know, the individuals are, uh, and then we enrich that first-party data with third-party data attributes that gives us a lot more information on behavioral and 
kind of lifestyle elements of those fans. Uh, and we, we can then sort of form 360-degree profiles, understand more about the personas, and kind of give really actionable insights to the teams on how they should use that data, how can they monetize their fan base. And you touched a little bit on it, like really super briefly, about really the GDPR stuff and how some of that information, it you have to be very sensitive to who handles it, where you get it from, et cetera, stuff like that. How do you see first-party fan data maybe being affected by the GDPR regulations? So GDPR, in essence, makes first-party data you know, even more crucial. So GDPR, you have GDPR in, in the EU, you have CCPA and other privacy laws. And kind of what that's doing is for, for, a, for a long time, there has been over-reliance on third-party data from marketers. And GDPR and similar other privacy laws have just refocused the attention back on first-party data and how to extract the full value from your first-party data. So I, I would say the additional scrutiny on user privacy has actually accelerated the importance of first-party data and fostering those consumer relationships through these data collection channels. And I would say the same about second-party data as well. Second-party data partnerships are also gaining in importance, and enriching those first-party data with third-party attributes really allows you to gain a lot more in-depth information on who your fans are, uh, and it can help you develop better strategies to engage and monetize these fans, rather than having to rely purely on third-party data segments from non-transparent data sources. So, kind of in a nutshell... You know, GDPR really makes first-party data more more important, uh, if anything. And the other way GDPR is also affecting first-party data is related to how so many brands were collecting data without really having a solution for how to use that data. So, you know, in, in the past few years, I've read multiple articles on big data, and all of them say that you should just be collecting all the data possible, even if you don't know how you might use it. I think GDPR changes that because in this post-GDPR world, and uh, hoarding and stockpiling irrelevant data doesn't make sense given all the added scrutiny around uh, how the data being, is being collected, if explicit content, content is being requested from the users, uh, and how the data is being stored and processed. So if you're not using the data to either send a message or, or personalize experiences and content, you shouldn't be collecting it, it at all. So I think there are a couple of different ways GDPR uh, sort of brings the focus back on first-party data and away from third-party data. Heather kind of talked about it on her podcast that we had released last week on Demystifying Digital about how it can be a little creepy collecting all of this information. And she had kind of nicely put it as, "Would you, you're going to see ads, would you rather see one of no relevance to you or one that actually does appeal to you and that you might want to see? What do you say to people saying, well, this first-party fan data and even third-party fan data seems a little bit creepy? Yeah, I think a lot of people tend to feel like it's creepy and, you know, I wouldn't blame them in a lot of ways. But honestly, you know, if you're collecting data on your fans with keeping the sort of user experience and improving that interaction, that's kind of the goal. You know, I think it's at the end, it's better for both. You know, teams get better data on fans and then fans kind of get more tailored marketing and op marketing offers or better, like more personalized experiences out of that. So I think it's, at the end, if, uh, if teams are using data in the right way and respecting sort of user data, not sort of reselling it and stuff, I think there is, it's really mutually beneficial. Fans are going to get the best experience if teams really know who they are and know how to market to them. Perfectly put, Rooch. Thank you for answering that there. And 
as we like to end every Front and Center podcast, what would be Forefront without a little fun with four random questions that have nothing to do with analytics, nothing to do with sports business at all? Rooch, are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. All right. I, I promise you they're not difficult, and we'll start with a pretty easy one. You're a big cricket fan yourself. Who is your favorite cricket player of all time? I have to say Saurav Ganguly. He was uh, in the early 2000s. He was sort of uh, he was an Indian cricket captain and almost sort of revolutionized the way people perceived the Indian national team. So I think he kind of brought about a big change in Indian cricket. And very recently, he actually became the BCCI president. The BCCI is a board of uh, control of cricket in India, so kind of like the governing body for cricket in India, and he just got voted to become the BCCI president. So I'm really excited of the kind of like the next uh, change they're going to bring about by being a big part of the administration. Sticking with the theme of cricket, but moving to Australia, one of our partners, the WBBL, one of our longest standing partners, who is your favorite WBBL player of all time? We'll go with Elise Perry, the the woman who is frequently called as like the best women's cricket player that you'll ever see in our lifetime. Moving on to number three, getting away from cricket, moving into music, who is your favorite band or artist of all time? I think I'm going to go with Coldplay or Linkin Park, one of the two. I'm going with Coldplay. And lastly, number four, you are a Michigan man, big Wolverine fan. What is your favorite Michigan sports moment ever? Oh man, I guess I wouldn't call it a favorite, but uh, I think reaching the kind of the NCAA championship, basketball championship, I think it was 2013, the first time. So we've made it twice in the last five years, but the first time around was awesome. It, it hurt a lot when we lost, but uh, I think just making that championship game was pretty awesome. Roots, is there anything else you would like to add on the topic of first party fan data? No, I think I covered. I think we covered most of it, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was great sort of talking through it. And I know it's it's a a big question on top of a lot of people's minds, so it was a great subject to kind of discuss with you. Rooch, we appreciate you being here. And if you want to learn more about analytics or any of the solutions offered here at Forefront, just go to teamforefront.com. Or you can follow us on social media at team underscore Forefront, and that's Forefront with all caps. Remember, along with analytics, we do digital, innovation, and partnerships here at Forefront.